The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA. Powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we have Keystone Solid Surfaces in the house, E. That's right. We have Kyle Barnwell in the house today. What's up, Kyle? How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Life is good. You know Kyle's my friend. Oh. I know you normally say everybody's your friend. I got one. I'll let you say that. <laughs> Kyle is really my friend. Oh. <laughs> and for everyone to know, it's Kyle with a C, not with a K. Yeah, correct. Because that's important to know. But Kyle, yeah. tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, I'm uh, one of the owners at Keystone Solid Services here in Wichita. Uh, my background is I was an accounting and finance guy. I did the public accounting thing for five years um, at BKD and Grant Thornton. Uh, then I worked at Coke for a little bit, worked for Red Guard, Lang Real Estate, and uh, Keystone came across my desk there, and um, I decided, hey, maybe this is something I could do. Mm-hmm. And in 2017, uh, myself and Spencer, childhood lo- lifelong best friend, bought Keystone in August of 17, and here we are today. Yeah, that's so awesome. I remember when you first bought that. Um, and so it's it's always interesting to me to see, you know, uh, an accountant going into uh, <laughs> business and entrepreneurship. So talk to us a little <clears throat> bit about that, how, you know, you were how you knew you were ready to make this switch. Uh, I've been lucky to have some really good mentors and working at Red Guard. Jeff Lang is involved in a lot of stuff. And so um, for him, I was looking at a lot of different businesses. Um, and then public accounting, I was at a new business auditing their books every you know, two to three weeks. So I got to see a lot. Um, I would say I always didn't fall into the typical uh, accounting. I like talking to people, being out and about a lot more. And then I just like the idea of being my own boss. Um, that's, that's, that was something that was exciting to me. Um, but really, the first phone call I had to make was to Spencer because as part of the accounting part about me that's right is, is I struggle with construction. And so Spencer's the ops guy. He can take apart the machines, put them back together while I struggle to hang a picture. So it's a good, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good team. You know, like I handle the, the sales force. I handle nice. the accounting and book work and he handles the operations and it works out well. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you know your strengths yeah. and I'm glad you acknowledge your weaknesses. If the, guys, <laughs> if the team sees me on the sales floor or out on the shop floor, it's a rough they know that you get out of here before you get hurt, Kyle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so where is your company located? Uh, we are at 16th and Wabash. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about that, locating at 16th and Wabash. 
Yeah, we've been there just like a year. We when we first bought it, we were in Benton, uh, north of 254, and we purchased the building there at Wabash in April. We actually purchased it in December of 20, but didn't get to move in until April of 21 because we did a bunch of remodel. Mm -hmm. um, and it's nice to be in town. Yeah. It's nice to be right in the middle of town. Don't have to drive 30, 40 minutes to a meeting. Um, we're excited about Wichita. We like to be involved in Wichita. Um, and so it's just been really nice to finally have a facility we can invite people to, mm -hmm. host events, show it off a little bit because in Benton we were – on top of each other with no room and, yeah. and nothing really to show. So, well, I'm, you know, I was really excited to see you move into the heart of the city, right? You know, mm -hmm. right across from McAdams um, area that I grew up in. And it's just a really awesome opportunity for you to connect with the community. And, um, you know, I, I must say, you know, Don says that he's your friend, but obviously you're my real friend oh, wow. because you <laughs> have installed my beautiful <laughs> kitchen, right? Yeah. So, um, Real friends. Oh, wow. Friends okay. Business. I see. I see. I see. Okay. This is where we're going. No, okay. I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. So talk to to us about, um, you know, you're talking about the, the location and showcasing uh, some of your materials. Talk to us about what we can see when we come in there. Uh, yeah. We actually, we have a 3,500 square foot showroom. Um, we have a really nice, when you first walk in, we have a really nice desk. Um, we do a lot of commercial work, and so it's nice mm. to show off a desk of wrapped in quartz and with some cool wood accents. Um, and then we have a working kitchen where we show Waterfall Island, which um, that's where the countertop goes to the floor on the sides. And so it's nice to let people look at that. And then we have a slab showroom where we have roughly 20 slabs of quartz that you can see a full slab rather than a six-by-six six sample. Mm -hmm. And then on the outside, back of our building, uh, it's covered. We have three to 400 slabs. So if there's one you like, we can use our crane system and pull it up and you can take a look. And, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot better to pick on a full slab. That's, you know, 132 by 65 than looking at like a little six by six sample because right. who knows what, you know, you get that little small sample. It may not be the indicate indicative of the whole slab. Mm -hmm. So did Ebony get the, the waterfall and the granite or did she get the plywood <laughs> that's sanded? Which one did she get? You forget how much you pay me. So it has to be the, the plywood. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> no, they got you. Uh, kitchen Tune Up was the designer on that, right? Yeah. If I remember right. So you got really, really nice stuff. It's true. Mm. It's true. I haven't got an invite yet, but that's a whole nother <laughs> show. All right. So so we're back, not to Kyle, <laughs> back to Kyle. I want to tell my story. <laughs> tell us something um, about the business that people might not know. I think we do a lot to give back to the community. It's important to us. And we actually just, uh, so. I heard someone talk, and it's actually my little brother, uh, Luke Barnwell, was talking about the pillars of his basketball program at at Sunrise. Mm -hmm. And so Spence and I were sitting there like, man, what do we hang our hats on at Keystone? So we came up with three, um, community, craftsmanship, and integrity. Mm. And community is first because, you know, we want to leave Wichita better off than when we uh, – better off than when we got here. And I think we put our, our money, you know, where our mouth is, and we do a lot. I'm, I'm involved in the board with – I'm involved with Ronald McDonald House. I'm um, on the Y, the downtown Y board. And um, we just like to give back. And we we donate to a lot of good causes that help Wichita. And um, we don't do it for self-serving reasons. We just want Wichita to be better off. And we've been blessed to be successful. So how do we help make it a better place? So community, craftsmanship, and? Integrity. Integrity. That's wonderful. How many employees do you have now? 
Oh man, fifty-five-ish. That is. We've got three or four <laughs> open crazy. positions, and wow. always looking to fill. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let's let's. I know. Let's, I know. Let's talk That's why my hair's white. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you started off with how many? But I think we had ten to twelve. Ten to twelve employees when you yep. started off, and then you moved into this location, gave you an opportunity to grow. Yep. And uh, within three years. Yeah. You're at 55, mm-hmm. growing. Yeah. Yep. We started to really kind of explode there in Benton and literally we're out of space. Like we were on top of each other. I sat in a utility closet. Like mm-hmm. the, the water heater was next to my desk. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and then we had two to three in office. But yeah, I think we moved down with 26 to 30 and we've gone to, you know, 55. You know, there's always up and down a little bit. And then I think we've got four or five positions that we're trying to currently fill for. So. So uh, who all works there? Like what type of people do you employ? What type of jobs are there? Um, Some of the jobs we are currently looking for are like quality control. So an extra set of eyeballs on the countertops before they get into the truck to come to the house. You know, one more look to make sure that nothing got, you know, messed up from the machines to polish to, hey, we're about to put this in the truck and we're going to come to Ebony's house and put it in and we don't want to have an issue. Mm -hmm. One extra set of eyes to try to catch, you know, to catch things. Um, and then we're we're adding a second shift. So we we thought we could do like a skeleton second wow. shift, but we're going to add a full. Um, and so we're looking for, so we have a saw operator, a couple of CNC operators we're looking for. Um, we have project management, um, inside sales. We have outside sales folks, just people with a willing to learn. You don't necessarily have to have a countertop background because there's not really a school for countertops. Right. You just kind of do some on-the-job training. But some of the folks we got to add to get from 10 to 20, we added some really, really great people, and they've taken Keystone's business forward years because of the experience they had in the industry and with the current software we use. Uh, we're super lucky to have some of those folks on our team, and I tell people all the time, I'm definitely not the smartest person in the room. I try to surround myself with really smart people mm-hmm. and let them do their thing, and man, we've been super fortunate. Wow. So you t- you do on-the-job training for a lot of these positions? Yeah. Other than the machining. Sure. The the machining even you can do on the job, but a lot of them, we, we do a little bit with WSU Tech because they have a okay. CNC program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, theirs is more geared toward aircraft. Ours is a little bit, uh, you're going to be lifting slabs. It's going to be hot. It's going to be a little bit. So we do we do a little bit of training there. We've been really trying to, to you know, for, for sports reference, the minor league program, right? Mm-hmm. Bringing in some younger kids. Younger kids, 18, so 19 year olds. You wouldn't hire Don. No, wow. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no just asking. <laughs> uh, no comment. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Great response. Great response. Uh, but we, you know, bring them in and let them start doing like really basic stuff like sanding or polishing and then ex- explain to them, like, hey, you know, you stick with us in three years, five years, seven years. Here's your career path to where you can really make a good wage and support your family. And, and uh, we've had some that stuck around and we've been. You know, it's been nice, you know, not having a bunch of turnover is is also a blessing. And so as you're thinking about your business and what you're doing, do you think of yourself as a employer? I do the payroll. So I see oh, what so you yeah. I see what goes out every <laughs> yeah. two weeks. Yeah. And so I think that's something I always I talk to Spencer and remind him, like, you know, that we probably under under think about like what the impact of what he's I mean, 60 people can feed their family and. And it's crazy. And then you look at that number at the end of the year and you're like, man, that is a lot of money. And so um, we have a really good family atmosphere. So I, you know, employer maybe is the wrong word, but I, but I do know because I see the, the dollars and cents that go out that, hey, you know, we've, 
there's a, a lot of money here. And there's a lot of people here that depend on this to keep working. Mm-hmm. So that motivates Spencer and I to make sure we steer the ship in the right direction and don't make bad decisions. And, you know, I always think about that for people who own businesses because, you know, you get into the business um, to to operate and to make a difference. But when you talked about your three pillars and you're talking about community, as an employer, you are responsible for those people you're helping provide for their families. And that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a big yeah. deal. Yep. Don. You mentioned earlier how you guys got started. Help me understand, what was that aha moment? I know you was close to the company and got to see things or whatever, but what made you say I'm going all in. So the when I got the financials for the Granite Company, I got introduced to Danny Smith, who's the previous owner. And he was like, hey, help me sell this thing. And I was like, well, I can do that. But you know, the companies that do that are going to want money up front. And they're going to want, then they're going to want a percent of the transaction fee. That, you know, that being that was my background. And he was like, well, I'm not going to do that. And so I was like, well, let me take a look at it, see if I can put a package together. And then uh, he sent it to me. It's, it's funny. I remember it very vividly because... It was that aha moment. He sent it to me on like a Saturday at like four o'clock and I was doing something. I didn't start looking at it until like eight or nine o'clock that night and looked at it and I thought, man, this makes sense. These numbers make sense. I've met a lot of bankers in my career here. Maybe I can get them to lend me some money and maybe we can buy this. And then I tossed and turned, didn't sleep all night. And I called Spencer at like 4.45 on a Sunday morning Mm. (laughs) and said, hey, man, I got something for you, but I need you to move to Wichita and I need you to trust me and it's going to be really good. And, uh, I think we can really make this thing work and you know took 12 to 15 months to get the financing in place because we were 30 year olds that didn't have a bunch of cash laying around and right. getting the right financing and the right bank um, but that was kind of like he he said he remember he thought something was wrong he's like why is kyle calling me at 4 45 in the morning yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. that's kind of like a, a, a moment that we both kind of remember of hey we think we can make this thing work excellent did you grow up here grew up we both grew up in a rough in emporia so emporia, 80 okay. miles so, uh, and when you asked him to come to Wichita, that was, he was coming from Emporia? He was, okay. yep. So he played basketball at Emporia State and stayed there. I played basketball here at Newman. And so that's how I came to Wichita. And so I was already here. Excellent. You talked about those great employees. What kind of culture you guys rolling with over there? I think, I you know, it's easy to sit here and in my seat and be like, oh, it's amazing culture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? That's what everybody, you know, I think uh, it's a stressful environment. Construction's tough, right? Like six or seven different humans take a look at your countertop before it gets installed. So if one human's not on top of things and we're off a half inch here, then it gets to the next human and we don't catch it. You know what I mean? It goes to the, mm-hmm. there can be, there can be uh, some things that come up, but I think we just have a really resilient group. And it is like a family. Sometimes there's a little bit of bickering here and there. And, you know, you're with your people you work with quite a bit. But at the end of the day, they have each other's back and they all care a ton. Like, I think that's hard to find anymore. But mm-hmm. I, I genuinely think, like, through our employee roster, like, they really care and they want to do a good job. And so that's huge. And uh, I, they get along great. And, we can, you know, it's like that family environment, you know. There may be some disagreements or a little bit of bickering. But at the end of the day, we all know trying to get that common goal and, get a lot of countertops cut, installed, and on to the next one. Are you subject to supply chain issues? We have run into it a little bit with some of the ancillary materials, like some of the glues and things that help countertops stay together. Um, We're lucky that there's a lot of quartz brands that if we have an issue with one color or one brand, we can find something really similar for a similar price. And we can buy from Oak City, Kansas City. I get reach people reaching out all the time that they have slabs. And so we've been fortunate on that side. What we're seeing though, is, is just 
the pr prices, right? Like fuel surcharges are a thing I see on invoices now that I never saw before just because right. gas is going crazy. And so having to constantly be aware of that to where you're not jumping prices incredibly, but you're monitoring it to where, when do we have to jump a little bit has been kind of a little stressful with just the times we're currently in. Wow. So one more question. How did you grow exponentially in how many years was this? Um, it, it, <laughs> Three years? <laughs> yeah. So it hit a really, we were really fortunate because there was a countertop company called Top Master in, in, in Wichita and they got bought by a private equity called Premier Services. Premier Services went out of business December 19, January 2020. Okay. And so for our first two years, we couldn't find any employees. You know, we were struggling. All of a sudden, there were 15 to 18 people in Wichita that had experience in countertops. Wow. And so the first thing we did was you know, there was a scramble in town because there's other shops, obviously. And everyone's like, "How do? You, what do you need to do? And I, a lot of the people that we hired said people kept asking for my sales list. I Spencer and I were like, hey, we don't need sales lists. We're going to take all of you right now. Come on, let's figure it out. Our payroll went up 40% overnight, which was stressful. But, you know, at the same time as you got to capitalize, you got to be willing to make that move. And it wasn't like we were borrowing money. So if someone came on board and didn't work out, we could always, you know, part ways amicably. And the people we added, I mean, they're all still around. With I think we've had a couple installers go. but And then we gave them the keys because sometimes, you know, as, as leaders, you want to, try to show how smart you are. We knew we didn't, you know, we'd been in it two years. These people had 10, 12, mm -hmm. 15 years experience. Like, Hey, explain to us what you're going to do, but we're going to give you the keys and we're going to let you do it. We're going to give you the resources Ownership. to do it. And they took it and they, they had customers, they had accounts that came with them. And then we were able to, um, service those accounts, obviously, because, you know, a salesperson moves from one cut, one business to another. doesn't mean you're going to keep them. You got to take care of them. Mm -hmm. So we did a good job of executing and being able to supply countertops and, uh, those there, you know, there's six to eight or of those folks that, you know, they're they're a huge reason for our growth. And then we've continued to grow because we've just been trying to find the right people and then go into other markets. We just recently hired four guys in Kansas City. So we've we're doing stuff in Kansas City. We're making three to four trips a week week up up and back to drop off material to installers to install all over Kansas City. So that's a great story. And I mean, turning over to E, but I'm still stuck on a private equity firm buying a company, then they go out of business. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't get it, but I wasn't there. E? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that's, you know, really amazing that you were able to, to, you know, have your, your thumb on the pulse and be able to, you know, bring in those 18 individuals and, and keep them. So were you, when you moved to the Wichita location, were you always doing commercial or was it? Yes, we were 70, 30 commercial when we bought it, 70% residential, 30% commercial when we okay. bought it. Um, and we did a lot of really cool projects. And that's one thing that we've been able to capitalize on as younger guys. Danny had a super successful company, but he was at the end of his career where he was like, you know, if I stop cutting countertops tomorrow, I'm okay. Everybody's paid off, you know, all good. We've been able to kind of showcase some of the project we've, projects we've worked on so that people like actually know, like, you don't think about a baseball stadium having – Tons of quartz countertops in it, right. and but we've done a. I think we've done a really good job with partnering with some marketing companies and helping us to showcase. Hey, this is what we do, and kind of get it out there so people do know we do commercial now. Mm -hmm. And and now what's the percentage? 
Probably 60-40, still 60% residential, 40% commercial. Okay, but it's grown quite mm -hmm. a bit. Um, yep. So are there some of those uh, projects, those top projects that uh, you can share with us that you've uh, yeah. done? Um, one of my favorites is Vora because I, oh, I love yeah. their food. That bar countertop, that big U-shaped white bar with the vein that has, I think that was eight or nine slabs and all that, how that vein matches throughout. We didn't have the technology we have now, so that was done by hand. Super yeah. skilled folks in the shop setting that all up. So that vein flew very, or the vein kind of transformed through the whole thing very good. Um, another one is the baseball stadium. Um, we put a lot of countertops in there. That wow. was a big project, a lot of fun and a really cool one because it's going to be, you know, hopefully it's around for a really long time, yeah. you know, 60, 80 years or more, hopefully. Or more, yeah. So that's a big one. Um, we've done some stuff for K State football. That's important. Oh, um, Lord. I'm a KU guy, Whoa, but. Oh, my know, gosh. Thank God. They still pay. <laughs> they both still pay the same. So yeah, I'm okay, yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> K-State's suspect, but go ahead. I digress. Yes. Uh, we, we do a lot of we do a lot of schools. We do a lot of schools throughout uh, Kansas. You know, we cover basically all the whole state now that we're in Kansas City. Wow. So we do a lot of schools, uh, a lot of hospitals, and then a lot of banks. Banks are always remodeling, seems mm -hmm. like, and putting in nice teller walk-ups and so yeah. Very nice. That's that's impressive. That's a you know wide range. Either of you been in the Fidelity Bank location downtown? They got that big giant desk. Yep. That desk. We did that desk. That the white solid surface that mm -hmm. lights up, and then the black quartz on the top. Yeah, we that's that's that. yeah. That's, that's you. Really, mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's yeah. good to know. Uh, well, friends, we are here with Kyle and Keystone Solid Services, learning about their story and uh, their growth. Stick with us. We're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be back to learn more. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable. Sustainable affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Kyle Barnwell in Keystone Solid Surfaces. So, Kyle, you've been talking to us a little bit about your tremendous um, growth over the last couple of years, which we're really, really proud of. Um, and I think you have a, a pretty significant date coming up here. You're you're embarking upon five years. Is that correct? Yeah, August uh, this year will be five years of since we purchased Keystone, and uh, it seems like five months. It's been so, <laughs> such a blur. It's been such a blur. It's amazing how time flies. But uh, yeah, definitely something to to celebrate. And that's probably something we need to be better at. We're always on to the next, on to the next. Mm -hmm. Take time and slow down and maybe smell the roses a little bit. So. I think we're going to try to do some kind of a celebration for our employees that ever, you know, bring families and thinking about doing something at the uh, uh, wind surge game. Oh, that'll be fun. Are you going to invite some of your favorite customers? Yes, we should do that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, namely. Pay paying customers. 
Ebony and maybe Don. We're not. Oh, there you go. That's what I like. Now nice. we're talking. Nice. <laughs> so five years. What what sets you apart from your competitors? Why you? Why choose Keystone? I think it goes back to the the three pillars: the community, the craftsmanship, and the integrity. Um, you know, community. Obviously, we kind of talked about that a little bit. We want to leave Wichita in a better spot, but craftsmanship. Um, the type of equipment we have, the people we have, the training they get, um, it's it's going to be um, second to none in the region. And uh, integrity means, hey, we understand it's construction. Sometimes there's going to be hiccups, but at the end of the day, we're always going to do what's right. And the customer um, is always going to get a great experience. And, you know, there's sometimes where we feel like, hey, it's not our fault, but guess what? The customer's going to get that great finished product and uh, we stand by behind our work and um, are willing to go to to go to bat for our customer and our people and it just you know i think that's what sets us apart well you talked about technology uh what does that mean in your your field machine wise we have a we, we got this machine and we moved to wichita so it's it's a double table uh saw and water jet combo so it's got a saw that cuts the slabs and it also has a water jet and basically the technology is it's a gantry and it, the, the, the biggest thing for us was our old saw that we had, we could cut 300 square feet in a 10 to 12 hour shift. Well, our new one is a double tabled saw. So we can cut in one shift, we can cut 700 square feet real, very oh, easily. Wow. So as we get to that second shift, you know, we're hoping to be able to put out between 1,250 to 1,400 square feet a day. And so we can continue to grow and yet not make people upset that it takes a long time to get their tops, right? Because lead times are important. You can't, you know, someone doesn't want to come look at a countertop on Monday the 1st and have it installed on Monday the 31st. That's, that's Why a little bit. Why are you bit. telling my story? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she was a pain as a customer. I just know. <laughs> not true. P-A-I-N <laughs> as a customer. Not at all. Not at <laughs> all. Oh not at all. But mm. yeah, that is something to, uh, you know, understand when you come in. It, it is a process, mm-hmm. right? So can you yeah. talk to us a little bit about that process? Sure. Um, the first thing to do is, uh, you know, have a rough sketch of your kitchen. Doesn't have to be exact. Doesn't have to be an artist rendering. Just a rough sketch of the shape and the length, or cabinet drawings if you're getting new cabinets. Uh, and you can bring those with you. And uh, you can go to our website and you can make an appointment. Uh, we obviously take walk-ins. We like to try to do appointments because we want to make sure that we have someone ready to take care of you and they can show you around and give you the utmost attention. Um, but they can software we use is really slick. They can quote it up takes them like 10 minutes wow. and they can literally hand you, here's the shape of your kitchen. Here's the sizes. Here's the measurements. Here's some pricing options. Pick your color. And then, you know, uh, 50% down is what we require. And then we schedule for template and that's probably going to be in a week to two weeks. And then we're coming back with a finished project two weeks after that. So we like to say between three and four weeks from start to finish. Uh, that's probably I don't know if that's ever going to change, even if, you know, we added a bunch of equipment. It's just there's some time frame that, you know, getting material in, making sure cabinets are set and sinks are set and things of that nature. And that's probably a, a pretty good time frame that to be expected. Doing the template, you guys use like some high tech stuff. It's like yeah. lasers and photographs and it's like yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a laser template machine. So it's going to run that, you know. Back walls are never exactly square and straight. Mm-hmm. So that laser can run and kind of get the different intricacies of the wall and make sure that our pieces fit as good as they can. And we've got th- four template guys. That that's all they do. You know, they're out. We have one in Kansas City and three locally, and they 
three locally. They cover all the way to Garden, Dodge, Hayes. Wow. Um, they, do, they, get a, they get some windshield time and uh, all really good guys, and they do a really good job and are great with customers because that's really our first your first introduction yeah. to Keystone after you come to the showroom is you're going to have the Temple guy in your house. So those guys have to be a really good representation of us. They do they a good are. job. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Let's go back. I mean, before Keystone, I mean, you work for some, I would say, blue chip companies, Coke, yep. BKD, mm -hmm. GT, yeah. Grant Thornton. And now you've got this Keystone that's going to be a blue chip. Give it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, with all that going on, that experience you got with that, how would you change Wichita's business ecosystem? You've seen it on both sides. So what would you change, if anything? I think what I would change is I would I would say that a lot of the bigger companies are willing to help the smaller companies, but I feel like the smaller companies are scared to ask or oh, say, hey, wow. raise our hand and say, hey, maybe we don't know how to do this, but if someone else does, maybe ask the question. What's the worst thing you're going to get is a no, right? I mean, probably a very nice no if it's a no, but I think there's a lot of people willing to help in town, and I've had good mentors at all those places that – you know, they genuinely cared about me as a person as much more than an employee. And so they're willing to help you grow. But I think I think a lot of your big companies in town would, you know, it may not be immediate because they got things going on. But I think if you just are a smaller company, don't be afraid to ask or find people in those in roles that are bigger company and just say, hey, how did you guys do this? Because a lot of times that's a sense of pride for someone, right? If they've done it before, they've had success at it, they'd love to share it. And then uh, you can, you know, implement that, that at your business. And I think that's, we've never been afraid to ask. We've probably maybe asked wow. too many questions, but I would just think people need to be not afraid to ask. And then the bigger companies, I think, are willing to help. Excellent. Excellent. One more question. Um, I think you shared about your five year coming up. What's next on the frontier as far as growth or? Sure. Big celebration. What, what, what's going on? Yeah. Getting into Kansas City, that's only commercial business right now. Okay. Um, with four employees there and then two subcontracted installers, and that's all commercial. I think there's opportunity in Kansas City for residential, but it comes with finding the right spot in town and then also the right people because obviously uh, we can't be up there every day. And right. three hours is a little tough. Three hours there, three hours back, six hours, and I've got young kids and so does Spencer. So. I was about to say, I don't think your wife's going to have that. I know <laughs> yeah. <her. laughs> so, so identifying the right folks there to run a show. Like, we have a spot. We'd love to start tomorrow and we could get it and get it going, but not having someone there yet, we got to find that person. And then I think, you know, we're 35 years old and we've borrowed some money, so we need to make a lot of countertops. And it seems like the industry, you know, it's guys that have gotten older and they don't necessarily have a plan to get out. Their kids have seen dad and mom struggle with the business. Not struggle, but, you know, it's a tough, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. So kids aren't interested. And so we're, we want to be the acquirer and find some more shops. I mean, I think Oklahoma, if you had Oklahoma City, Wichita, and Kansas City, you could really be pretty regional because from Oak City, you can touch Dallas pretty easily. Mm -hmm. From Kansas City, you can get to Arkansas very easily, which is booming and growing. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of our plan is to kind of become regional and then, when I when I took over, we, when we bought it, we never thought we'd be where we are now. So maybe regional can even get to even bigger. Who knows? Wow. But it's hard to cap things when you've had the success that we've had. But it's also probably got to be a little realistic. We've had a lot of things really go our way to get here that, you know, you can't expect 500% growth in four to five years. The next, you got to be realistic and be okay with even 10% is wonderful, right? Right, so. right. And two-thirds of that growth was during COVID. Yes. So that's, that's crazy to me. E? Yeah. No, I have $2 to invest in your company. Is it, is it too late? <laughs> yeah. 
said, pay your bill first, <laughs> then talk about investing. You know, what's, what's, what's really fun um, in just seeing you grow as an individual, I remember you being in Leadership Academy and uh, just being in town and being really active and soaking up, you know, all of the opportunities that you can from this wonderful community. What a, a proud moment is, you know, at the Wichita Open, right? Yeah. You had um, uh, a display there and yeah. a lot of people got to see your name. And if anyone was there and went to, well, I'll let you tell it. Where, where are you located? <laughs> we had a bunch of uh, countertops uh, on hole 17 and hole 18. Uh, anywhere that was serving beverages, adult or non-adult beverages. I guess they serve Coke and stuff there too, right? Yeah. Um, so we actually had uh, quartz countertops on all those bars. Uh, we partnered with Central Consolidated Steel Key Construction, and we made some bars, and then we put counter quartz countertops on top. Cambria, which is one of our big suppliers, a U.S.-made company, had a booth. And at that booth, we made a really cool ping-pong table out of quartz. Yeah. We saw them do it first and we thought, hey, let's make one and have one as like kind of a showpiece we can take to events. And we got to try it out at the Wichita Open. Don, do you want one of those in your home? I, I was getting ready to ask, are they still available? What do you do with those? When so, <laughs> so ping pong table, it's not, That's I, too I, big. Like, <laughs> I like to play ping pong. It's not great for spin. Like, you know, like oh, okay. you don't get great spin off quartz. It's more for like a showpiece. And I don't know, by the time you broke down the cost, I don't think I could be, feel comfortable selling that to somebody because you're I'm not going to get a big the bar. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the uh, people, we do a lot of bar tops, but these ones are actually going to use them for five years. Oh, so okay. They break down and literally uh, the steel fits in the back of a pickup truck. Wow. And then the tops will just store and we'll, we'll use them for the next, you know, this was the first tournament. We'll use them for four more years after. And then is it time to refresh or do we redesign or how does that look? So. Dang. I was trying to get one, but I know. So, <laughs> so you was at, you work with Key Construction, so you had to work with Eddie. Yes. Yep. Mm. Eddie yep. Fauna Stock. Shout yep. out to Eddie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> that's yeah. my guy. Yeah. 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 Well, another question that I have for you before um, we conclude is, I'm interested to learn where do you draw your inspiration from? Uh, my family. My family motivates me a lot. I got a couple young daughters, uh, actually 12, nine, and then I got three and one and a half. So Ooh, we're Lord. busy. We're going all. Uh, my family, uh, my parents, um, you know, uh, they both coach basketball growing up. So we grew up in a gym. Mm -hmm. And so um, they, we had, hard work was instilled at an early age. And so it's, it's motivating to me to make all those folks proud. And then Spencer, my business partner, is, I mean, like we've been childhood friends since we were six or seven. That is so cool. And so it motivates me to make sure that, hey, I'm the one that got him into this deal. Let's make sure this thing goes really well. And it, it that's, you know, I feel like that's not my responsibility to make sure it's been going well so far and hopefully we can continue it. That's awesome. And and speaking of, you know, growing up on the, on the court and, you know, having a hard uh, work ethic, what's some of the uh, best advice you think you've ever received and implemented? It goes back to what I talked about with um, smaller companies asking questions, not being afraid, not having an ego and being like, I can't ask that question because someone's going to think I'm dumb or stupid or, or whatever. I think you just be, it's okay. You know, you can't ask the same question 10 times because then they're going to be like, hey, you're not listening. But just being willing to admit that, hey, I don't have all the answers. Um, and I feel like anymore people in this world we live in, they don't want to do that. They want to be like, I know everything already. I don't need to talk to anybody. I don't need to, I think just being willing to ask questions and also surround yourself with really good people because that's why I've been successful. You know, my wife's wonderful. My family, Spencer, our employees, like, you know, they, uh, 
they're going to hold me accountable. They're not going to let me be a knucklehead because they're such great people. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, that's good. That's good. And so what would you tell your younger self? Like when you were 20, 20 year old Kyle, what have, would you look back and have about? a few more waters. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, nice. Uh, I would, I would just say, don't, you know, young, college Kyle, I was, you know, it's just really stressful in accounting because they bring 20 or 30 kids to these big firms and they're going to pick two. And mm -hmm. so it was a stressful last semester trying to get a job. And I was super worried about that. I think just relax and realize that, you know, you're potentially not going to be doing maybe what your degree was and then find your passion, find your passion, whatever that is, and then find a way to um, make money doing that. And I don't think you'll ever work a day in your life. That's, that's key. Well, thank you again. All right, my man, you've dealt with Ebony way longer than you needed to. And I'm sure having her as a customer was a woo, top customer experience in sight and sound. Top customer <laughs> and, and top podcaster. So no, thank you guys no. for having me. I appreciate it. Dang. We're going to do some word association. I give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. You okay. ready? Okay. Leader. Michael Jordan. I guess that's two. Sorry. That's all right. Success. One word's hard. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a talker. Success. One word for success, I would say growth. Excellent. College. Please say it. Please say it. <laughs> Rock chalk. Oh, Boom! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't even want to do the rest of the words, but now I'll do them. Failure. <laughs> Learning. Entrepreneur. Risk taker. Hero. Servicemen, police, military. Vacation. Golf. Wichita. Up and coming. Chamber. Chamber, I think, like a jail cell, like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean the Wichita? We're looking for Wichita Chamber. Wichita. My bad. I should have said Wichita Chamber. Didn't know you was rolling there. <laughs> uh, Wichita Chamber. I I would say um, helpful. Knowledge. Family. Love. Fun. Golf. <laughs> Sometimes. Seems to be a theme. Last but not least, got to tell the truth about this one. Beverage. Uh, I've been drinking these things called transfusions. It's like grape juice, some ginger ale, a little bit of vodka, and some lime. Good golf course drink. Good golf course drink. Great golf course drink. Excellent. Kyle, truly appreciate you being on the show, my man. Yeah, thanks for having me. You guys were great, and hopefully I didn't stumble through it too bad. Uh, you. you were perfect. Yep. Thank you for being here. Well, friends, we are at the end of today's session. Thank you for joining us this time with my friend Kyle Barnwell and Keystone Solid Surfaces. Please make sure you go to his website and give him an opportunity um, at your next project. Make sure that you go to the website and like us and share us with someone who may find value in today's podcast. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. 
This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.